0: It's a whole crowd of men out there who need this Welcome to the case study This case study will be marked down in time Known to all as the record keeper Of the historic rise of the woke Man Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, welcome, gentlemen. I don't know if any women will be listening to this, but quite frankly, I don't care. What I want is to see the change in man. Yes, that's hurt. The change in man. This is the Woke Man series, where you hear the stories of men who changed, who laid to rest their old ways of thinking, and who opened up and started expressing their truth, revealing emotion strengthening their self-awareness and breaking free from the old paradigm of being a man. This is going to help men find the courage to open up, to break the shackles of toxic masculinity and to guide them home in becoming a better man. Let's go. Oh, by the way, it's Luca, Luca Reedy, from the Feeling Alive podcast. And The Workman is a sub series. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome back to The Workman series, another episode, ladies and gentlemen, of the greatest case study on man. We're looking at the conscious journey, and I'm here with Tropiano number two on The Workman, Aiden. How are you, brother? Uh,
1: good, good, Luca. Thanks for having me.
0: No worries, man. First question Where'd you grow up and where do you live now, my man?
1: Yeah, first question. Um, now, I grew up in a small farming community in Malibu, mm-hmm. Um and parents own about 10,000 10, hectares out there. So um, uh, acres, hectares, whatever it is. And um, yeah, I spent most of my childhood there and growing up there. And now um, we found our way back to Perth.
0: Yeah, wicked. And you were over in Adelaide, weren't you?
1: Is it Adelaide? Yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. So um, my football took me over there for a couple of years. Yeah. And, yeah, it was really cool. Great experience. Loved Adelaide. Um, it just, we weren't going to sort of plant roots there.
0: Yeah, nice. You could feel that in, in your heart, right? You weren't really going to stay there?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we knew it was, it was short term. Okay. Um, yeah, we knew that uh, we were actually preparing for the draft. Um, and in the yeah, AFL? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we were preparing for the AFL draft. Um, you know, I was, I was so close because then, so we were like, well, we we can't plant roots anywhere yet, yeah, because it could have taken me anywhere, yeah. Um, that ended up did not happening, and mm. it just made us look at our life in a different way, and, and we had to move in a different direction. So that, that made us push yeah. back to Perth,
0: yeah, right. Oh, well, life does that, doesn't it? How, how old cool. are you now, bro? 27. Okay, cool. And what are you so you were in the AF or you were playing footy, and now what are you doing for a living?
1: Yeah, so I spent 10 years in the Waffle and SANFL. So it's people that don't know, it's state level football. Yeah. Um, nearly every year I was about to be drafted and it just didn't happen wow. for whatever reason. Um, mm. uh, and yeah, it was, it was kind of um, shocked myself and, and people around me and it was very hard to deal with. But um, now we've actually moved into a completely different direction. I end up retiring in uh, November last year. And now, uh, Alexandra, my wife and I, we run um, our own business from home, uh, Amazon business in the US. yeah. And um, also we are independent contractors for the course we took to do that. So oh, yeah, it's a bit of a life change. Yeah,
0: totally, man. So were you professional football? So that's all you did was just play football?
1: No, so it was semi-professional. So still had to work. Um, during the day, and then yeah. spend you know, two to three hours a night, nearly every night. Um, you know, working on working on uh, football and, and your fitness and your training, yeah. everything like that. And so, yeah, it was pretty close to being professional.
0: Yeah, is that pretty full on when you with your with your work life sort of balance? If you have to mm. have a family on top of that as well,
1: it is definitely. Uh, it's harder to do that than it is in the in the um, top level. Yeah. Okay. So you got you got it like you said. You got to balance the uh, um, your work life, obviously income, living, everything like that. Balance out um, doing extremely well in in the game. So then you have the potential of being being drafted, and then also yeah. balancing out for me, uh, uh, our firstborn um, yeah. uh, daughter Aurora, and uh, you know being married as well. So. Wow. It was, a, it was a fun challenge.
0: Yeah, totally, man. Did you did you know like if hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Did you know that you weren't? Was there was there signs now that you can see that we're saying the AFL wasn't going to happen? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I was actually speaking to to, to my brother Kurt about it, um, literally like two days ago. Oh, wow. Um, you know, like we will just gone back, and you know, like like, wow, you know, like yeah, how much work you put into it, both of us. Um, so he, he trained me and, um, and built me up to, you know, my body, my mind, everything like that. And,
0: um,
1: we put so much time and effort into it. And then as you look back now, you can see those little signs, um, that were like, you did so well each time. And it was like almost impossible not to be taken. And then, and then, uh, for some reason it didn't happen. So for instance, um, last year. The mid season draft, uh Gold Coast called up my manager and said, We're gonna take him. We're gonna take him to the second pick. Um, you yeah, know, basically tell him to pack his bags. And, you know, we were excited, ecstatic, it was finally there. And then they actually took someone else first before me, which was the same type of person as me, and they didn't and they didn't take me with their second pick. So um Whoa, yeah, a bit of a life crazy. changer. Yeah. Were you so, yeah, yeah, I was, I was. I, the thing is, like, it, had, it was happening every year,
0: yeah.
1: like literally the same thing. Um, A yeah, little bit different in each scenario, but, like, it was virtually the same thing. Mm. And it just, like, it made me sit there because before that, we had play. I'd played an estate game and done extremely well. And I, was, I said to, turned and said to my wife and, and my family, said, before I retire today, I'd feel so whole. Mm. I would feel like I've completed everything I need to complete mm. and that sounded weird because it wasn't where I projected myself to go
0: mm.
1: um so yeah we That's interesting yeah yeah I just sort of sat back and I was like wow I feel really good and I was like you know what if this doesn't happen then I need to move in another direction there's mm. obviously a reason that the universe is pushing me in a different direction. It's stopping me from doing this for whatever reason is, I need to trust it. Mm. Um, You know, I hadn't gone to university or college, whatever people might think it is. I've done a couple of trades, um, did a sales rep job and I was like, you know, what am I gonna do? (laughs) Mm. But then sort of sat back and I was like, I trust it, you know, I trust. Wow trust what's going on and trust, trust our path and, and what we're manifesting.
0: Yeah, man, that's, that's a deep challenge. I think when you've got your life built up, say, I'm going to be well, going for you know football player. I hear this quite a lot. Uh, one of my other friends was playing Australian ice hockey for, for Australia and was going over to Canada and everything. And then he had a severe neck injury and mm. he's pretty much like lost everything, went into deep depression because that was his identity, right?
1: Like, were you sort
0: of, did that sort of come up with you at all? Were you sort of felt like you were losing a piece of you? Or I guess you felt whole, so you're like, I'm ready.
1: Yeah, that's a very good question. Now, every year before that, I had that feeling. Um, mm. It was like every time that draft didn't happen and I was told, you know, I was going to go. And, um, you know, like getting myself in those positions where it's like you, they could not, not take me mm. and then be... Then be told, "No, you're not going. It's not going to happen. It's not going to go forward." And I was like, "It did." It put me a couple of times into when I was younger in a depressive, depressive, depressive state. Um, and then as I sort of grew, it wasn't as much depressing, but it was more like I couldn't get out of a bit yeah. of a funk for a month or two.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then by the time it happened last year, uh, midway. I actually felt whole within myself, which mm. I'd never felt. And I was like, I don't need to prove anything to anyone else. Uh, I, you know, I don't need to. I'm not here. That ego is gone. That uh, yeah, uh, that, it's you not need dry, to be validated. Exactly. You know, like look at me. I'm I'm yeah. very, I'm so good. Why wouldn't you just take me and da da da? So, mm. um, and well, that man. really opened up a whole new portal to other things.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Thanks for sharing that. So, uh, the next question here is what's one thing you're really good at? Obviously, playing football, but if we look outside of that, what
1: else are you really good at? Uh, I guess there's a few things, um, depending on how you look at it and depending on, uh, I guess, how, how big and small they might be. But, you know, being a father, being a husband, mm. um, doing all that sort of stuff. But for me, um, I didn't realize this, but I'm very good at being a businessman. Mm-hmm. I'm very good at being an entrepreneur,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it's sort of as I look back to when I was a child, I thought I could see those little um, hints uh, what I was doing, and I'm very, I'm very good at being an entrepreneur. Yeah, um, nice. And that's that's where it's taken us into our um, Amazon business, and now it's we're, we're expanding. So,
0: what makes you feel good? what makes you reflect on that? You're good within, with business, with entrepreneur, entrepreneurialism. Is it the fact that you're like, you see challenges and adversity as opportunities and you're really, Mm -hmm. you're really good at dealing with that. Is that, was that how you would say it?
1: Not really. Um, Good question though. I guess I found the why of, I guess, I guess I found the why of why, why we feel like we're here on earth. Um, and you know, serving people through whatever it might be, uh, for us at the moment is products and and bringing them to to enhance their life in some yeah, some nice. type of way. It's a really good feeling, mm-hmm. and you know, I you know I'm a goal setter. I'll set goals. I'll achieve those goals. I never not achieve them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if like for instance AFL, I, I still achieve that that feeling. So. Um, but when you get to those goals, then it's like, what's next? Mm. You know, what's next? And it's like, okay, what else am I striving for? But that takes away the process of life. And that's what life is a process. And once I started stripping back those layers and be like, why am I here? You know, well, what's, what's the point? And, And what's the point of getting up every day? And the why was you know service. Mm. Okay. How can I truly serve people on on a big scale? And that's what that's what I like to do. That's what we yeah. like to do. So, awesome. how can we um, navigate humanity in the right way? And this is a start for us. So, yeah.
0: so it's more now. It's like your service. Your why is is to to solve problems that humanity to help. Was it to help raise the consciousness of humanity or to help? enhance the well-being of humanity
1: everything everything you know consciousness is everything it's it's internal external whatever whatever the person the person and people need to be connecting to you know consciousness is being aware of the internal and being aware of the external so
0: uh,
1: you know so it is it's raising that vibration it's raising the the, and bettering people's lives and then that raises their vibration and then you know with that you know you build your business or whatever it might be. And that sort of starts directing people to, um, I guess the right energy, the good energy instead of the heavy negative energy. So, um, that's, that's where we're starting from now. And that's, um, we don't know where it's going to take us, but that's Mm. our why. Yeah.
0: Beautiful brother. That's cool.
1: Thanks man.
0: What's your biggest fear right now?
1: Hmm. Everyone's got fears. Um, I'm just trying to think like so over the time of being uh, playing football um, I've learned to tame those fears Mm. Um, so my biggest fear is probably not serving as high as what I need to be serving at Mm -hmm. Um, and you know just being at a at a lower level of that serving and and only helping might sound silly but only helping like maybe 100 people or whatever Mm. you know my fear is like I'm not going to get to the fullest extent of of my being to to serve at a at a big level and yeah. and that probably scares me. So that's I've not i guess I've, that's probably I've not getting
0: to your your internal Well, you've got an internal knowing of your potential and not reaching that potential is what you're scared of.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I guess um I guess the Yeah, not doing enough while we're here on on earth, you know, like um, not pushing us enough, you know, like um, it's pretty hard to explain in in my mind, it sounds right, but you know, like not bringing everything out so then you can become who you like your your biggest manifestation, your highest self in this earth so you can make change. Yeah, that's that's probably my biggest fear at the moment. Yeah, valid, man,
0: valid. And do you feel like you've always had this in? internal knowing that you're here for something greater
1: yeah yeah like on a definitely. grand scale mm, definitely I, I think everyone's got the potential yeah. depends if they want to tap into that yeah um totally it's just i've chosen to tap into that um and that's you know that's that's the driving force it's not my yeah. why but it's the driving force of um yeah, being here on earth and, and making yeah making sure. You know, the consciousness is raised and, and humanity is, is getting better and going the right direction.
0: So what do you mean by everyone's here for a, gr- like everyone can tap into that? So you think there's like a really grand potential to, to a lot of people?
1: Of course, of course, everyone, everyone can connect to the consciousness. Everyone can connect to the guides, angels, higher self um, to mm-hmm. do, you know, make sure they do the work in themselves. Um, yeah, it's it's obviously not everyone has done it because you got to put the work and time into it, and we're all still doing it. Mm. Um, that have you know devoted their life to it, but yeah, you know you, the consciousness is there to, to grab answers mm. to bring them down on earth and make make this world better. Mm. Um, and you know for myself to solve problems from, for other for other people in the world at the moment, and um, it's just an unlimited supply that uh we can all learn to tap into mm. beautiful man well
0: said what's uh what, what's one of your favorite
1: quotes man oh i don't know if i have a favorite quote actually <laughs> Luca. i honestly don't <laughs> um i, I don't uh, one that
0: one, one that's right there then give me one that's close come on you'd have a good uh, you'd have you'd have all the inspirational quotes when you like being in like the <laughs> the footballer and you know Go for after yeah. your dream, achieve your dreams.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so true. Um, well, actually, it's funny. It's not actually mine. My my brother actually sent it to me yesterday. I actually got it here, um, and it just resonated with me mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, as we sort of we all move through life, and it's um, an arrow can only be shot by pulling it backwards. Mm-hmm. When life is dragging you back with difficulties, it means it's going to launch you into something greater. Mm,
0: it's like the old saying: two steps back, one step forward." Eh?
1: Yeah, basically. And and when things are blocking you, yeah. Um, and and things aren't working. Yeah. And obviously, the universe is going to shift you and and um, point the arrow in a different direction and, and let it mm-hmm. fly. So you just have to sort of trust.
0: Man, that's a big yeah. one.
1: What's I know it, I know. yeah. Like
0: thank you. I mean, what's yeah. it take to what's it take to to get trust, do you feel like, is it consecutive? Is it like over, t- created over time, you know, like when you have to go, when you're like, oh, I'm not where I want to be. I've got to trust. I've got to trust. Like, do you feel like that's created over time?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a good, really good question. Um, I, I only can go off my own experience yeah. um, of this and then everyone's going to be so different. It's mm. very subjective. Um, you know, yeah, like I've, I've been working on myself like heavily from 19-year-old to, to 27 and that's not a really long time.
0: Mm. Um, still so much to still, do, eh? Still so much time left.
1: Oh, dude, man, there's just so much to learn. Like you think you know something and then you know you, <laughs> you actually know nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a very, yeah, it's a very interesting question and everyone's going to be different with that. So I've got to find that hard to answer.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one. Like, I don't feel like I haven't really asked anyone that. I've asked you all the hard questions, to be honest. Like, Yeah, I keep going.
1: I like yeah, it. I like yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it, it, is, a, it is sort of done something, something done over time. You know, hindsight mm. gives you, you look back and you go, oh, that's why that happened. That's why that happened. That's why that mm. happened. Okay, well, yeah, when I did get into this challenge, I figured it out. Well, I've yeah. been in challenges three, four, five times in my life, and I've figured it out. So it's like, mm. okay, trust. This is here for me. Yeah. I mean, everyone says it. Everyone says like adversity. Like, look at, it, l- take the opportunities or take the learnings out of. You can't fail. You know, like it's all mm. that beautiful stuff of looking at challenges differently. So yeah, it's an interesting mm. one. But what's yeah. a what, what's a conscious man to you, Aiden?
1: Conscious man. Hmm. A conscious person. <laughs> to me um, is just someone who's aware, like I said before, aware of the internal mm. of the internal energy, internal movements, everything like that. And then also the external world. So if you don't know what's going on in, internally in, in you, then obviously that turns into manifestations in, in the real in the um, physical world. Mm. And if you don't know what's going on in the physical world and, you, and you're not tapping into that energy, then the internals going to be off. So, it's just being consciously aware in my eyes um, mm. of, of being able to tap into the consciousness to, to um, better the internal and better the external. Yeah. Yeah, man. What about you? What's, yeah. what's yours? I mean,
0: yeah, this, I mean, that's it, man. I think the first one is awareness. I think it's taking rapid uh, radical responsibility for yourself and just putting your hand up and saying, yeah, I fucked up. Like being really authentic with that. Yeah. Um, Treating people like you want to treat yourself is a big one. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I, I, yeah, I think that's, there's three of the main things. If you
1: were to look at it, I would say for me anyway. Awesome. Um, awesome. It? It's so cool. Cause everyone's going to have a different oh, yeah. perspective on it. And it's awesome. Cause like they all kind of direct back to the exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, in the, in the, like the deeper question of it all yeah um
0: exactly and
1: and i just love hearing like what you're saying like that really resonates with me
0: yeah um,
1: and i'd love to i can't wait to listen to other guys because everything they're going to pull in is going to be different to mine and it's but it's all going to be yeah. related
0: totally man and this is the thing i've got all this these answers getting pulled out uh i've got some support helping like pull out all the answers from these 100 interviews and it's going to go into a book and collect this just all this data and information of what it takes for a man to be conscious and then you look at like going, all right, well, what's a conscious man? If someone's who's, you know, living a not so conscious life and saying, you know, they are blaming people, they are projecting Mm. things, they're, you know, not really paying attention to the feeling that's been coming up inside them and they're just reacting or they're not listening Mm. to their heart. And then they get to the point where they want to change and they come to like a resource like this, they go, okay, well, so these are conscious men. These are 100 conscious men who have been on the path before me. And that's this is what they're saying, what it takes to be a conscious man. I've got mm-hmm. my new goal. You know, like being a goal man as you are, you're like, I've got my new goal. I want to figure out how to become self-aware. And so for you, I guess another question just to add on to this is like, what's a good thing for people listening to be, start to become self-aware?
1: I think, like you're saying, strip back the layers. Keep stripping back the layers, heal those layers. Um, mm. Keep stripping them back, keep stripping them back, and and being aware is just, you know, you got to start somewhere. Mm. And um, people start in faith, someone some, some um, start with spirituality, whatever it might be. But stripping them back and understand, like, okay, that that there's holding me back. Uh, holding me back. That's negative. You know, how can we? How can I develop that? How can I develop this? Yeah. And once you strip it all back, and then you get For me, anyway, to get the understanding of service and service of humanity in this world and and the greater good, Mm -hmm. once you get that understanding and feel that understanding, then you don't get locked into what society wants you to do. Mm. So it's it's like I said, it's all a process, but you strip Mm. back those layers. And those layers mean like,
0: sort of like the, what would you, how would you explain layers?
1: Mm, good question. Now, I don't know. It could be as simple as, well, I do know as simple as <laughs> you've got a negative thought. Let's, yeah. let's, let's start with that. you got a negative thought. What are you going to do with that? Are you going to nurture that negative thought
0: yeah. or are
1: you going to nurture it in a positive way and, and pull it out of you? Everyone's got negative thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, let's just, for example, everyone's got negative thoughts and um, it's learning how to tame them and it's learning how to turn that into the positive. Um, and into, the, into the, the light instead of the dark mm-hmm. and learning how to, to pull more of that light out of you because it's always going to be the aspect of dark. Mm. But when you start pulling back those layers of um, whatever it might be, like you react over something that is, is nothing, you know, it's, it could be as simple as that. Mm. Then you strip that back and so say, why? Why would I mm. feel that way? You know, go deep into yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: It within your heart. Sit within yourself, sit within your mind, sit within the consciousness. You don't tap into it. Why? Is a society telling me that?
0: Yeah.
1: Is it is it my ego telling me that? Is it the consciousness telling me that? See, it's it just it will take time and mm. it's a, it's a definitely a process and um I'm definitely not a guru at it. Um but it's uh it's it's just peeling those little tiny layers back until you start understanding how to heal them. Mm. Yeah. It's beautiful. What's one thing that
0: challenges you right now?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um definitely my time.
0: <laughs> wow. I
1: finally got yeah. that, you know, time is definitely a continuum and I, I, I get that and I completely understand. Um it's just uh so my wife and I we both work from home. Uh we both have our spiritual practices, you know, our, our workouts. Our daughter our, our love you know our love life our, our marriage everything like that plus us working from home and mm. running our business so it's have enough time in the day to to allocate everything mm. and give just give it enough not to give it give one area the maximum love at each time mm. you know, the maximum attention yeah. and
0: like being present that, there
1: yeah you know like I feel like when I'm doing my work I want to be with my daughter. I don't yeah, want to be different work. Fuck. But then when I'm with my daughter, I want to be in my work because that's, that's burning <laughs> us, you know? So yeah, I feel you. It's a double-edged sword. So yeah,
0: That's the practice, I hey, of like pulling that temptation back out of the mind, back out and going, no, I'm here now. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: And that's that's very wise by you because maybe you could help me uh make sure i'm onto that so <laughs> oh
0: man geez i'm with you on that brother I, one of the biggest challenges i face is like i put myself under the pressure i'm like oh shit haven't got enough time Fuck, mm. i'm gonna be late or like yeah 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 so like this morning i felt it
1: so yeah. i feel and you am yeah i'll, I'll just thinking then like i always say to, to alex i'm like oh i just want like, let's just do more let's do more we can fit more into the day as well and you know, we're still not doing enough, we've got to, we've got to help these people over <laughs> here and we can add on these more and, and then yeah. we've got these schedules that are just nuts and we're like almost down to the minute that we need to be like flipping mm. over and changing and um, you yeah. know, it's it's definitely sort of comes back to our why and, and, and my why of, yeah. you know, really doing everything I possibly can um, totally, uh, while, while I've got the time to.
0: Yeah, I've definitely learned to slow down a bit more now um, before I was very much like, fuck, go, go, not doing enough and comparison, getting into that comparison mindset. Um, and it, I was just sort of like, you know, talking about paying attention to yourself. Like I sort of felt myself going like, oh, I just, I don't feel worthy. I don't feel adequate. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. And inside it doesn't quite feel that good. And so now I'm really focusing on that practice of just, you know, if I don't get everything done today, that's okay. As long as I've you know, done my morning practice, I've been looking after my mentors, Mental health, and um, and I've done stuff today that helps you know serve the light. If I serve the light today, at least just once, then yes. But you know that's another interesting point. A friend was talking to us, who's um, she was saying basically like everything we do should be serving the light. And when I talk about the light, is you you know you talk about love, are you talking about helping humanity uh, grow? And so, and I'm like shit everything, and she's like she's like yeah everything everything you do you know whether that is just you know eating dinner are you eating mcdonald's or are you eating a beautiful like whole food based meal because then if you're eating mcdonald's how are you going to serve the light when you're dense as sh- all fucking shit and taking all that toxins and your body's trying to fight that instead of like f- use that beautiful energy from the whole foods to go into like oh cool i've got this project so yeah I, that was a bit of a tangent but I think that sort of like okay. where I'm at now on on that extra like pressure and that just settling into it. Just just serve, brother. Every every moment, just serve. Yeah. And Even if it's with your daughter, right? Like you're serving because yeah. that love is just it's
1: gonna grow and grow and grow and grow. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And um, I actually got to a point where I worked that out for myself of like you know the, the deeper why and um, yeah and and you know the service of the light. And, and yeah. service of um, you know humanity and consciousness and bettering everything. And um, I started bringing it into my practice, and a lot of people already do probably, but I've brought it into my practice of um, just I just keep talking to my higher self, and I just keep asking it to come and embody me each day. So then every person I come in contact with, each person I speak to, my actions, my words, my my uh, thoughts are all all for the greater good of, mm. of the light and, and bettering everyone else's world and my world. And, you know, so mm. I brought, brought that into my practice to make sure one, I'm, you know, I'm not focused on it, but I'm, I'm asking to come in and embody me. So,
0: wow, man, that's awesome. I love that.
1: Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. So, everyone's got their own ways, but that's, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 Totally, man.
0: What's unconditional love mean to you?
1: Oh, that's a that's a good one. It, it's it definitely. It's not sitting in a fairy world or anything like that. It's just not. Um,
0: what do you mean by you, fairy know,
1: world? you know? oh, it's just not just being sitting like oh, I love everything. I love everything. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you, know, you, sound, it's, it's you sound like
0: just, you sound like you're talking. You're referring to like the the um, the, the very like spiritual community, are you?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I just I don't know. It's it's pretty. It's a very hard one to explain. Mm. Um. Yeah, you know, unconditional love is, is just. Uh, oh, that is that is a good one. What is it? What is it to you? That's, well,
0: where have you experienced unconditional? Have you experienced unconditional love?
1: Yeah, so I experience it through each day with with my wife, mm. um, with my daughter, with myself, um, with with the work we do. Mm. Um, you know you know, and you can go on and on with like, your family and, and, and friends and everything like that, you know, it, it doesn't mean that like there's gonna, there's not like um, you're gonna have harder times or not, but it's, it's still, yeah. no matter what, it's, it's always unconditional love. Like, let's say I have a, have a disagreement with, with Alex, that's still unconditional love to me. Mm, okay. You know, and then the other side of it is like when we're, when we're happy and all oh, like we're, we're, you know, floating around and, you know, nothing's, nothing's an issue. So there's still unconditional love, you know, so mm. it's, to me it's a whole.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so it comes with the
0: good and the bad. It's like just learning together.
1: Yeah. Well you're, you're not gonna let's say you have a let's say you have a disagreement, for example. You're not gonna not love like your wife yeah. still. Yeah, you know, that's just part of you two trying to get the, the highest um, uh, the highest result in that situation, whatever it might be. You know, so mm. it's this conscious disagreement, let's say. Mm. Now, from that, you know, you don't love each other less; you actually love mm. each other more, because like you're trying to get a, a higher, uh, a higher standard for yourself, a, a higher results. You know, as you're your two higher self working together. So that comes under like an unconditional love for me. It's like yeah. you, you have like the days where you you run around the park and it's fantastic, and then you know you might disagree because like you, someone didn't buy each other the right stuff. I don't know. Um, and you still love each other. Mm. so unconditional it's love underlying there's everything yeah
0: yeah beautiful man. And the last question for this round is do you believe in a greater power and what is that to you?
1: Yeah, definitely definitely. Mm. Um, of course I do. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually reading a book right now and it says Journey of the Souls um, oh, yeah and uh, it opens up a lot of questions. It's pretty cool. Um, I Who's, believe in what's it on? It's called uh, the Journey of the Soul.
0: Yeah, what's it? What's it about? Like literally talking basically, about where the soul goes in before and yeah, after. death?
1: Exa- yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Like, yeah, it, it basically like talks about how to, you know, how you, you know, like your um, your child chooses you and ends mm. like it goes back into the to the spiritual realm. Um, goes back goes into the physical realm, and it's all case studies. Yeah. Wow. Um. So this bloke is taking through hypnosis. Um, and a deep hypnosis taking them all back through the womb and then whether, when contraception happened and going all the way back until, um, you know, is in the spiritual realm and, um, yeah, so on and so on. So it takes you through that and it, it opens up a lot of questions. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a huge high power out there. Um, mm. People call it all different things. Uh, all religions call it different things. Uh, for me, it's, you know, it's uh, the divine or, or um, the, the highest power of consciousness or mm. uh, the light or whatever it might be or or, or even God. It's, it's yeah. all tied into one to me. Um, it's all religions are exactly the same.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they all come back to the same result of there's a higher power and what um, that higher power is, is is up to the individual. And To me, yeah, it's, it's definitely the divine.
0: Mm. Yeah, I love that, man. What about so- you? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm the same. Like, I feel like it's just like a cosmic web, you know, it's in, there's some sort of, you know, call it law of attraction, call it it karma, like there's something out there that, I mean, frig, just look at us, right? Like, I mean, you've got a baby, you've got a child, we created that. So there's some sort of intelligence that knows where to put that cell here, that cell there, that cell there, until there's, you know, the information coming out of the DNA creates the baby from the parents like it's an intelligence it's an intelligence far beyond our intelligence like we can only comprehend so much but yet we still come from it so we come from it so we are it so therefore if like we get out of this into our heart we can connect to it and uh, you know we, we see it in the real world like law of attraction manifestation um i mean they're the two main ones and also yeah i think karma is there's another part of it like the law of polarity like there's just so much to it even just have a look at, at, at any night any night sky and go what is out there just ask that question what is out there where does it end yeah where does it end man like you don't get to yeah. a, you don't get to an edge of it you know you don't just like hit like this wall and go oh okay this is the this is the far east corner and so yeah. if we just keep going this way we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll um we'll find the boundary to the northeast corner and we'll cut yeah. it off you know like yeah. no yeah <laughs> so where does it end
1: who knows man it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome um yeah it, it's just i love the. i want to know
0: yeah i definitely want
1: to know and I, I definitely i love like the unknown and trying to, trying to um you know work my way to it you know sometimes and all honesty, I think we're puppets.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: you know, like, it, it's it's all a bit of a game. Yeah. Um, totally. Whether or not uh, you know, that's right or wrong, I don't know. But, you know. But it's, no one uh, does.
0: No, I mean, no, no one does. It's all speculation.
1: It's, it's fun, though. It's very yeah, fun. Totally. But, yeah, to me, sometimes it feels like we're a bit of a puppet and we're in a bit of a game. And I think, you know, if yeah. you learn how to play the game the best, um, you know, you'll, you'll move through life beautifully without... Um, well, yeah, with, with look, man, challenges.
0: So. Yogi, Yogi Bhajan, Osho—they were onto something. They had yeah. friggin' like tens Rolls Royces lined up, and they were teaching people how to how to play the game of life. They said once yeah. you realize it, it's just a game. They had ten Rolls Royces and our spiritual teachers. Yeah. Why do you need that many? They, and you know what? Their their, their main thing was—I think it was Yogi Bhajan was like, I just want—I just love playing this game. I don't do it because I need it. I love to show people how to do it. It's insane, yeah. bro.
1: Yeah, it's you know um, talking about the Rolls Royce. Um, you know, it's that's that's it's your it's your, it's your duty to be wealthy.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, your duty to be rich in, in all specs all aspects of your life, health, um, your mind, physically, mentally, or spiritually, everything on that, and also financially. It yeah. is your duty. Because if you're not, who? Are you, what are you helping? Yeah. You know, where do you think churches get built from? Where do you think medical supplies come from? Where do you think all these things come from? And you know, it might not be for everyone, but to me, it's it's a strong manifestation of who you are, yeah. and um, you can do you do a lot of good. We've been in that uh, in that uh, frequency of that energy.
0: Mm, yeah. So true, man. So. We'll get into your main questions now of your conscious journey. And there's 11 here. The first one is, what did your life look like as, I use the word unwoke, you know, less conscious, and mm. how does it compare to now? Like, I understand you, Tropianos, uh, have had a very, like, spiritual life from the upbringing. So it was, like, a bit interesting to see sort of when your conscious journey started.
1: Yeah, yeah good question. Um, I, was actually, I was actually quite um, sceptical. As a you know, as a younger uh, boy um, you know mum and uh, all these beautiful people around us um, you know really like just integrated it beautifully to us mm. um, as, as kids and growing up and um, I was I was quite I was still quite skeptical because like I didn't really know you don't know what you don't know right mm. um, and then I got to about I got to about 18 nineteen and um I I was I, for some reason something wasn't happening really good with football and I was like, oh I was just so determined to make that happen, right? So determined to think outside the box and to just be drafted, right? So I was up like, and mm, I'll do anything possible to to get there. Um and then I end up uh my my mom and my and Kurt obviously led me to this, this incredible, incredible man, incredible being and um and basically, he, he said to me, um, You know, your life isn't going the way you think it is going to be going. You know, it's going, you know, I'm going to be working on, and there's nothing wrong, but this is not what I wanted. Um, you know, I'll be working on the mines. I'll, I'll be working really hard for my life, all that type of stuff. And, you know, unless I sort of start changing things. Um, and it was like a big shock. I was like, That's not who I am. That's not mm. what I wanted to do. Um, you know, that's nothing to do with me. You know, like, but then when I've sat, in myself I was like okay that that feels like it feels like he's right mm. yeah it feels like he's right and I was like okay I, I didn't go back to him for like three three months or so and um and then I was like you know what I don't want my life to be like that you know it just doesn't sound right to me it doesn't sound like who I am and then I started and then I went back and I, and we started working together and we went through some really hard stuff and some a lot of hard truths and um you know, started actually manifesting and growing in the the correct direction for me um, to achieve what I need to achieve in this lifetime. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd say around that 19 was when I truly opened up and understood the the absolute magic uh, in in this world in and, and in us and um, mm. in the consciousness itself.
0: Interesting. So, so you were like a bit of a skeptic on sort of spirituality. Like, how was your behaviour? before that as well like were you you know reactive or were you sort of like a um did you sort of like i don't know what's the word like rebel
1: not really um i guess i guess okay well no that's probably a lot i rebelled um like sexually um with with women um and You know, Mm. it's, it's, it it doesn't bother me now. Um, and it wasn't a bad thing, but it hurt a lot of people along that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, and that's sort of like the rebelling of like the changing over the energy and, Mm. um, and, and it was a lot of my karma Mm. coming through. So that didn't, that actually happened when I actually started working on myself. And then that took X amount of time, X amount of years to sort of, get through that energy and get through that um that karma as you say but before that I was, I was just a, a quite a quiet young man with just a lot of drive um, that just you know kind of shut off to that world and thought it was um, a bit of a bit of a false pretense I guess mm. you'd say
0: mm. and I guess now you sort of look at you know how you're impacting people now you know like I said you're very like you said before you're very aware of your actions are you like you know, saying words to other people. Obviously, not going to sleep around anymore. Like it's just you're a bit more aware of your actions now, right?
1: Yeah, it's, it's just completely changed. You know, like it, you know that whole part of my my karma, all that sort of stuff is just, you know it's all gone. Yeah. Um, uh, You know, I'm, I'm I'm married to the love of my life, and mm. um, I've got an incredible, beautiful little girl. Um, and you know, it, it it took a lot of work to get there. And um, when I when I found those things accidentally, they they just they made not made me. They I understood what what like you're saying, unconditional what love was. Mm. And um, you know, me as a person, what I exactly wanted. So the cloudiness all started to dissipate.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally, man. And what was your biggest vice in that period? So that teenage. So you went, like you, you were sort of went to, it was a Rishi you went to, right? At 19? Yep. About 19, 19,
1: 20. Yep. So what was your... What was uh, your sorry, non, 18, 19,
0: sorry. What was 18, your vice 19. before that, during that, you know, unwoke period?
1: Hmm. Mm. Tell me a bit deeper.
0: Tell me a bit deeper. Ask me, ask me a bit deeper. <laughs> Love it. So, like, um, what did you sort of resort to? I mean, you mentioned sex. Was there normal people would like, normally people would go down alcohol, drugs. They would, mm. so if they're mm. noticing an internal challenge come up or, you know, mm. this urge to rebel, they would go and do that thing to make them feel better, feel more whole. What was that thing that made mm. you feel more whole within?
1: It was honestly. Being really good at football, yeah. that's, so you, that's what it, it you wasn't didn't actually. Feel, you, didn't feel,
0: you didn't feel good enough, and so you were like overworking in that sense.
1: Definitely, I de- I completely overworked um, in in the, the sporting realm. You know, um, I probably I probably pushed that so hard because. Um, Mm. Because of that and, and, and stayed in it for so long when it in the end probably wasn't my direction you know mm. even though yeah you had a lot of success through it, like a lot of a lot of success so um, that was kind of my rebel like no, I tell you what I want you know no one owns me I'm going to I'm going to make this my own even if this is not my direction and I'm going to make it my direction mm-hmm. so instead of being like you know who is me? And what do I need to learn here? What do I need to grow from? What do I need to um, uh, invoke into this world? Mm-hmm. So, and that took a lot of stripping back, <laughs> yeah. a lot of time, a lot of a lot of crying, a lot of uh, hurt, a lot of lot of happiness, you know, mm. a lot of different things um, For sure. that uh, sort of I'm very, process very proud of. Yeah,
0: wow. What yeah. um what so, emotion yeah. challenged you most through that period as well, man? Uh, anger, shame, feel uh, guilt, fear, or, or anxiety, Wh- which hit you most?
1: put oh, probably a bit of everything there. Yeah. Um, you know the shame of not succeeding, the shame that I was wrong. Yeah, you know, your fear of the fear of not succeeding. Um, mm. you know, like all all of it. You know, all part of it's all part of the journey. It's all it was all stripping it back and um, all understanding. That's uh, that's what I had to go through to, to really understand, yeah. Um, uh, you know, the right direction I needed to go in. Would you say
0: that? Would you say like the biggest one that was kept coming up, the most consistent one, was like the fear of not being good enough? Mm. What was the most something consistent?
1: along those lines? Something along those lines. That not not being. Another was not being good enough. Um, it was more like <clears throat> prove, like to prove the point, you know, to prove the point to the world and the universe and um, myself that, you know, I, I can do whatever I want, you know. Mm. Um, it was it was a lot of ego through that.
0: Mm.
1: So, so there was like I'd a need to pro- prove
0: yourself, like the the fear of not being
1: seen. Probably, probably, I'd say somewhere along those lines, it's like, as I'm out of it now, it's it's take it's still taking me through that process of like, I'm trying to work out those things. Yeah. Um, and I don't have the answers to them in all honesty. Yeah. And um, I just know that I was, uh, it was a big part of my, my karma, all, all the things I went through there, even though I had so much success and then so much downfall, I know that, I really need to go through it to really strip all that young stuff off. I need to strip all that karma off, and as we got more karma, to go through. But just strip that off and actually to be able to start my life properly. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was such a beautiful time of life, and it was it was a roller coaster, but uh, it, was, it was a very beautiful roller coaster.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. beautiful man. So did you feel like any of those? experiences happened or will contribute to something that happened in your past. So like, were you ever rejected growing up or, you know, were you ever sort of like neglected or put to the side growing up?
1: Mm. Not quite. Um, I do have a little bit of a, um, a one, Like, my, this is so petty, but, uh, Kirk used to beat me all the time at every sport, mm. every, every sport. And I, and I hated it and you know, it was just so good to everything. And, um, mm. You know, I just I got to a stage where I like I got stronger and I got quicker and all that stuff, and I was like, ah, you know, I can I can you know kick bum a bit, you know. Yeah. So You know, you know, and I'll I'll show you my talents. And then once my brother left football, I was like, oh wait, what's what's my drive now? Mm. You know, it is is it AFL? Is it what is it? So. That was an interesting one that uh, came up at some point and I thank him for everything because he actually turned me into an incredible incredible player and very good at the the sport. (laughs) Um, So it it nurtured one way, but it also, you know, once those things are stripped back, where's the why? You know, what is it? Because once you've achieved those things, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you can't become what's next all the time. It's like, well, what's the why? Why are you actually getting out of bed to do it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you've you've sort of processed that now, and you said thank you for helping me become a better person through that natural competition.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. my brother is, is is my best friend, and he's he's changed my life in, in so many ways. So, um, man. yeah, I, I owe I owe a lot to my brother. Mm. I owe a lot to my brother.
0: I'm sure he'll say so. the same about you, man. Yeah,
1: I hope so. I hope mm-hmm. so. Who's whose so,
0: cra- who's love did you crave most growing up? And who did you have to be to get it?
1: My father. My father. Um, my mum always gave gave her love no matter what, and dad did as well. But it was his approval I liked most. You know, his approval that I was I was successful. His approval mm. that I was um, great at what I did. Um, you know, his successful of like, you know, I wanted to be I wanted to be my father before for a football player. You know, I wanted to be a farmer, and because um, I looked up to dad so much. And he's, he's just such an incredible man and being. And I was like, why wouldn't anyone want to be like him? So mm-hmm. Boy, um, that's him what i so much. Mm-hmm. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I'm very lucky. He's an incredible man.
0: Do you feel like that's sort of connected to the where you were trying to be seen? Like you just wanted to, you're doing like you wanted to be an AFL player to be like, hey, dad, look at me. Like subconsciously, obviously consciously you're doing it for something greater, but like, subconsciously do you feel like that was sort of tied in there a little bit
1: yeah definitely
0: definitely it's
1: natural like that it's very natural isn't it It part of it yeah it is it is well you know when you have a a great role model you have a person that you love and is uh you know successful and is a a person that's it could be a woman man whatever it is um Mm. my case my father
0: yeah
1: well wouldn't you idolize a man that is is so strong and, and, and beautiful and loving and caring and um, and, and you know, successful, and then what he's doing, and why oh, wouldn't you? That's that's what you see, and then instead of channeling what, what they want, you channel what you want, but with those incredible values you've learned through your life. So yeah, that was that was one of my learnings.
0: That's a good that's a good perspective, man. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What yeah. about one of the lowest points in your life? Talk to me about that. Something that you know you're really down in the dumps, emotionally down. Maybe you were sort of like lost. And I, I sort of feel like this wasn't for you, but was suicide ever a factor? It seems like your mindset was no. always very strong.
1: Yeah, no, no. That that never, never ever thought that way or um, yeah. not that it's wrong or anything. Um, no, my, my mental side has always been one of my, always been my biggest strength. Yeah. And I'm very grateful to that. Um, my emotional side was a, a lot that I had to work on it. Mm. Um there's been, there's been plenty of situations where, you know, my growth as a young man, I'm still a young man, but um, I'd say probably more of a young boy, um, you know, I had, you know, I was a dating Olympic swimmer and there, you know, things happened in, over the Olympics and, and um, you know, it, it didn't end up working out. And that sort of tore me away from, you know, football and family and everything that I really loved. and. Um, you know, and then I went over to to America, and I actually it actually benefited me in the in the um, short term and long term, as I've actually found my wife.
0: Mm. So um,
1: that was one of the trying points before you know I got to got to meet Alex.
0: Um, wow! So you had like a serious like you were in love with this Olympic swimmer, and then she broke your heart, and that was like devastating because yeah. you weren't at the Olympics with her. What Olympics did she go to?
1: she was at the 2016 embryo um rio that's the one yep um that's the same one yeah so there you go yeah 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 exactly exactly um so yeah it was was kind of interesting we were you know we've been dating for a couple uh nearly a couple of years it was yeah um and uh you know now you look back on it it's not it's not love um, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was more for other reasons. Um What was the other reason? Yeah, uh probably more of um being like more of that social light couple, you know, being in the Two media. Two high and,
0: achievers. And, and, did you not was did you not like were you in Waffle then when you were dating? Like you were doing quite well in the Waffle, yeah. weren't you? Mm,
1: yes, yes, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So So it was like it oh okay, off, cool. Yeah. We're like we're like the um the, the media or the new media couple type thing.
1: Basically, yeah. And, and, you know, like, it wasn't for me at that stage, but, you know, looking back, that was a motive of mine. Mm. Um, you know, as much as I, um, yeah, put my heart and soul into it, but the other motive uh, wasn't from the from the other person wasn't quite there. Yeah. Um, it was more to sort of get that exposure. So, um, yeah, it, it just, it told me in different direction. I didn't really understand, I didn't understand, like, you know, why this was happening and, you know, why someone treated you that way and, you know, all those type of things. Um, and, yeah, basically things happened over there. I was here. Um, it didn't work out very well. Um, and it was a bit, a, quite a big thing. It was all in the media. And um, I basically said, I need, I need to get out of here. I need, I need, um, you know, I need to breathe man." So mm. we ended up splitting. I went off to America to travel, um, my brother looked after me. Another thing my brother's done for me, mm-hmm. you know, really looked after Been me for a for couple you. months. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, um, he he had, um, you know, I, I think like $1,500 in his account to survive. And he actually took me around America to, um, no matter what, to um, help me heal. So he didn't, he said, you know what, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll spend my last dollar on you to, to make sure oh, you, you're okay yeah, and yeah. you're healing. And, um, he gave his. He gave everything for me in that two months, and in in, in that time, um, I was I was very blessed, and the universe um, directed me to to Alex. So and so that, um, So just, you
0: met her in Chicago. Just, right? I did,
1: actually. Yes. Yeah. On that and trip. On that funny trip. Funny enough. Yeah. So funny enough, we actually um, I saw Alex about six years before that. So she came and studied abroad in. In Australia at um, Tommy Moore, I see she was um, uh, living at Tommy Moore and, and was studying at UWA. And um, I saw her at one time, uh, and this is no word of a So I was at Tommy Moore with Kurt, and I was about to have some. What's uh, Tommy Moore? Breakfast. Tommy Moore is like where all the all the like students go to live. Oh, okay. Um, in Perth, you know, it's just like a big, yeah, big boarding house type of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and basically, I, I saw this this lady run through the door and, you know, she flipped her hair back and forth. The sun was shining on it, It was like a movie. And I was like, whoa, you know, she's amazing. Like, I want want to marry a girl like that one day. Oh my God. And And I turned turned to Kurt Kurt and I said, Kurt, 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 who's that girl? Who's that girl? And he goes, he he slapped me on my head. And he said, don't you dare go near her. She's one of my best friends. (laughs) And... And I, from from then on, I actually had a crush on her for a long time. I used to, you know, just just see her on Instagram. And I was like, wow, you know, just would love to marry a girl like that one day. You know, she's she looks just so incredible. And hmm. anyway, six years later, it actually ended up being Alex.
0: Ah, that's <laughs> and, crazy.
1: And uh, yeah, we we um, we met up in Chicago, like Kurt. Kurt, uh, Alex. So Kurt I, knew her, and yeah, yeah, they were they were really good friends. Um, Wow. And yeah, Kurt really introduced me to him. Dude, and, that's and crazy, that he, man. Yeah, it, it had a. It was like it's a bit of a fairy tale in my eyes. So wow, that's like and, the whole puppet now, thing
0: you're talking about. You know, like you go, oh, your heart's broken. You're down in the dumps, and your brother's like, come yeah. on, man, I got you, man. Let's just do this. Fuck it, let's go. Yeah. He spent his last freaking dot. He would have spent his last freaking dollar on you, to to like literally to fulfill this destiny. You'd call it right because yeah, it's, it's be, just like something. Yeah. You know, that's just fucking crazy, man.
1: <laughs> he, I, I tell you now, he literally sent, spent his last dollar so. a <laughs> bit <laughs>
0: Oh, well, that's love, <laughs> and, man. Well, I mean, and, uh, what's money at the end of the day, you know? you, you got great story too.
1: Yeah, you, can make, man, you can
0: make yeah. money back anytime, time, but you can't make those memories back at that specific time.
1: No, when uh, this goes back to when, when the divine cause of, of you meeting the right person and, and you moving into the right... Area for, for you in the world, there's almost no stopping it. It will always direct you back if you mm-hmm. let it. So, um, yeah, for sure. It was just crazy. I had to go through that um, adversity and, and learn like what what is the hardest thing of a relationship and, and the worst thing, what I don't want, to so mm. what I really, really want and I've always been craving. Yeah. Um, and, and to know how good it is and to understand how good it is. So, um, I don't think. I don't think I would have appreciated Alex so much if I hadn't gone through that adversity and really understood like, wow, you know, she is an incredible, incredible being and I'm so lucky to have her, as well totally. as she's lucky to have me, but you would not get that um realisation of it all.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. But so, well, so talk yeah. to me about a, a significant moment of um significant moment of awakening for you, man. You know, like something that happened in your life that just triggered like a new level of awareness for you that put you down this you know deeper path this more conscious path of like okay like there's something greater here man like what was that for you was mm. it Rishi or was it that trip
1: uh it was honestly it was about when I was nineteen things weren't going well like I said before and um I just I just could feel in my in my in my stomach that um, something needed to change there was something powerful out there mm-hmm. um, and and my mother directed me in that way and that moved through to, to Rishi and it moved through to the other things. But that moment, I remember that moment I actually came off the, the worst game of my life. Not that it really matters, but, um, you know, worst game of my life and I was, you know, had all this expectation from the media and, and, and um,
0: you know, my,
1: my football club and scouts and all this stuff. And I came off the worst game of my life. I was so embarrassed. I cried, I cried, I cried. Um, and I said like, I just can't play football. And then I was like, sitting in the car crying to mum, and mum's like, hayden let let me direct you. Let me help you." And once I let go of that, that's when that uh, consciousness awakening um, opened me up. And she
0: goes, "You're going, yeah, a, you're going, a Rishi boy." <laughs> <laughs> See you later, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> so, oh man,
0: that's cool. Yeah, and then, so what did yeah, Rishi so, guide you through? So, for for those, can you just explain Rishi for those people listening? Because they're like, "What the fuck is a Rishi?"
1: Um, <laughs> uh, just simple terms. I, um, I don't, I don't like to disre- I don't like to talk about him too much because I don't want to disrespect him. Um, so, it's just an, an incredible being that um, has incredible gifts to to help us guide us along the way of life um, mm. and. Um, you know, helps us activate, uh, you know, uh, energy and, and sends energy and, and, you know, really works in that way um, to sort of strip you back and then to really bring your authentic self out. So
0: Beautiful. Um,
1: that's, that's very much a very basic thing of what he does and I, I've never really liked um, talking about him because uh, I have so much respect and love for him mm. for how much he's helped myself and people around me that um, I don't want to, I just don't want to disrespect um, him and his incredible work in this world. Mm -hmm. Cool, man.
0: Cool. And so what other, so he, he's sort of like guiding you like as a mentor, what other healing modalities did you use on, you know, after this, did you sort of like use anything consistently? Like, were you meditating? What, what was like big for you in like maintaining this deeper level of conscious awareness?
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely, uh, so I meditate every day to, to work on uh, work on myself and, and my internal and external, right? So I work on it and, and I work with that energy and I and I work really hard to enhance that energy each day. Um, mm. I actually don't go outside the realm too much of, of other things. I do like a bit of breath work here and there, um, uh, you know, like all different types of meditations every now and then, but... Most of my work has is, is, is been with him. Mm-hmm. And really, when we work on energy, I really focus on enhancing that to its fullest capabilities of of me. Mm. So, um, but there's, you know, there's so many things out there and they're all beautiful. It just depends on when, if that sort of drops in um, and, you know, a friend asks me to do it, I'll go do it. It'll be, it'd be incredible. Love it, you know. But then I always come back to that strong practice that I've been working on for. You know, close to 10 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And what about your friend group, man? How's that changed over your journey?
1: Boy, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> where do I start?
0: Has, has it changed recently as oh, well?
1: Man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, you know, cause you, you're going from a, uh, an elite athlete world where it's, you know, um, a lot mm. about the self, um, and you know it might be a team aspect, but it is a lot about the self and and you know that friend group um you know as much as you're still friends, but you're more acquaintances in the end um mm-hmm. but you know the friend group it, it has changed when with um with my authenticity coming out you know it it moves it's moved and changed and, and found different people and and found people in the business world that you know are incredible mentors and and just beautiful people and people mm-hmm. in the uh, people in just all different walks of life um, that, you know, like I, I either wasn't before or, I, or I've just reconnected with because, you know, it's not, I've got out of that, the, the self. Mm. So um, that definitely changed a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no doubt, man. No doubt. It's beautiful though. Like, was it naturally, did it happen naturally or were you sort of like had to pull yourself out of an environment at all at any stage or did it just sort of like uh, occur naturally? Yeah.
1: It just occurred naturally um, yeah. you know I could feel it i could I could see um, it occurring and knowing it was going to occur. I so was, I was already okay with it um, and and really happy with it when it was happening mm-hmm. um, you know because the more more I change you know um, the more my world's going to change as well and and I get that and um, I'm just open to how it is changing yeah. and um, welcoming you know different people in my life so yeah, it wasn't actually a hard of transition um, as, as, you know, what you might have thought. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, was, I felt prepared for it. Yeah, beautiful.
0: And yeah. what part of this journey are you most conscious for, Aiden?
1: What part of this journey am I most conscious for?
0: Oh, sorry, most grateful for. I read the word. Oh, I was going to
1: say, I was like, ooh.
0: <laughs> what part of this conscious journey are you conscious about? <laughs>
1: All of it. Yeah, right. What, what is it? Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, Sorry, man. Um, what am I most grateful for? That's that. That's a really... Honestly, it's a very good question. Honestly, I'm mm. so grateful that I've gone through everything I've gone through, all, all the adversity, all the really tough things
0: mm. really
1: stripped me back. I was really scared of my, my authentic self and I can't thank enough the people that have pushed me to the, the edge and the brink of um, bringing that out of me. And uh, now at 27, I feel like I'm I'm actually living me mm. and I'm actually being me 100% mm. of the time. And um, I'm uh, on the journey of what I need to, to, to do here in this lifetime. And um, it's all because of these wonderful people, um, you know, not giving up me being patient um, and, you know, understanding that you know, the last 10 years has been an incredible success um, in, in so many ways, but it's, it's just been such a learning curve and um, for them to understand like, yeah, look, this is not what you're meant to be doing, but okay, you know, happy for me to go through it and guide me mm. through it and be, help me become a man and then I get to this point. So um, mm. I suppose it's the incredible people that uh, have helped me that, you along the way. that way awesome man
0: what's one tip that you'd give your old self just starting this journey that 19 year old young man
1: don't be scared of who you really are Oof. you
0: know
1: yeah, don't be scared of who you really are um, definitely looking back when I first started being aware about 19 very scared of like if I walked away let's say from football um, or I had a different intention with football or, or in life that I wouldn't be a a, you know successful wouldn't be a great person wouldn't be a loving man or wouldn't be all these things but um it's just completely not true so um you know I I loved my career in in sport and when I got to that stage um over the last year and a half of it I really started understanding that um but yeah that will be my wisdom wisdom Mm -hmm. to to my probably 19 year old self
0: life's amazing like that when you think about it right like from 19 to now, you just think of all those. You've actually consciously grown so much. You've up leveled so much, and to be able to go, hey, you know, 19 year old Aiden, this is what I give you, man. This is my gift of the last yeah. so many years. And you know, you can only imagine what the next 10 years are going to bring. You know, it's just in, it's beautiful yeah. to be able to do to be able to do that. You know, cool. And uh,
1: for some, in some weird way, I feel like myself right now as a 27 year old man actually told my nineteen year old self and my, my arrogant nineteen year old self just didn't want to listen. So mm-hmm. you know yeah, it's kind of like a few people have a that. people have a that. people said, a oh,
0: would say nothing; a would bit of a little
1: bit that's so
0: true <laughs> that's so true. true true. That's true man yeah that's beautiful uh, brother I really, um, I really, really love this interview. I gave you so many more questions than anyone else. I think because it's just uh, adding on top of the stuff that you're already saying. But yeah, thank you very much for joining me, brother. I'm really grateful for your time. I know you, you've got no a lot, you haven't got much of it at this point in your life, but yeah, I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Uh, thanks Luca. Um, you know, just to let you know, this is the first time I've actually opened up and shared that with anyone. Oh, wow. um, besides my wife and my, my brother. Mm. Um, so, you know, thanks for having me on here. Thanks for holding me in a great space of vulnerability and, and, you know, going through my, um, a lot of my adversity
0: and yeah.
1: um, things that I'm not so proud of, but I am proud of in a weird way of saying mm. it. Um, so thanks man, thanks for, thanks for on nice. that space and being cool with it. And and I really hope it helps a lot of men along their journey. Um, yeah. So
0: will, man. yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Cause I wouldn't have guessed that that would have been the first time you've been, you know, open about it. You just held a, a great demeanor and yeah, great energy.
1: Yeah. Thanks man. Like, like I said, I uh, I didn't I didn't share my true authentic self with everyone because it wasn't it wouldn't have been well accepted mm. uh, at that point in my life and in that type of arena of people. Mm-hmm. So as much as I always shared that love, you know, that um, beautiful man I am, but there's a lot of, lot that I held back and that a lot of people didn't know about. So yeah. Um feels nice to share it, share with it with you.
0: Grateful brother. Thank you very much and thank okay. you to everyone listening and, and whoever wants to uh, connect with you, I'll put your social media in the show notes Vibing Dad, which I love by the way and um, Thanks, they can Sarah, connect with you me. brother but thank you again and thank you to everyone nice. for listening
1: and just be I got love in my eyes bro I can't see I'm gonna be who I'm destined to be wokeness is taking my old self away yeah I put love into me I'm spreading that love yo don't you see grab your cacao and drink it with me cause wokeness is taking my old self away woke man wokey woke man woke man wokey woke man woke man wokey woke man bring love and just be Woke man, wokey woke man, woke man, wokey woke man, woke man, wokey woke man, bring love and just be